I don't even know where we're going with this. It's a Tech Talk with Mark Strauss. Good morning there, Mark. Good morning, Bulldog and everyone. How are you today? Good, Mark. We're good. Uh, Mark, uh, just a, as an overall for everybody, he is the uh, chief technology officer of ANC Sports, and he's also a, 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 an incredible musician in the world of uh, tech music. Is that what we call it? What do we call your music? Electronic? Oh, progressive, progressive electronic music. Okay. So Prague-elect. Prague-elect. <laughs> Maybe. Electronic Prague. Electronic Prague, yeah. There you go. And, uh, and, and he's just an all-around good guy, and he knows about a lot of stuff. And He's the guy that makes Jerry look good. That's pretty much true. <laughs> Is that right? You make Jerry look good? Well, I'll put it this way. Let's <laughs> be honest. Jerry makes me look good by giving me a platform to play, and when I play, I make him look good. So I guess right. both of us make out really well with that. Okay. You should be a politician. Uh, hey, Mark, don't ever use the word Jerry and make out in the same sentence. Okay. Unless you want to make oh, out of them. You're right. Be careful. You're right. Be I careful. should have known better. That's right. But then again, having so, you to take care of special <laughs> events, also Bulldog. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, what are we – bring us up to speed on what we're tech and, tech and talking today. What's the tech talk? Well, first of all, we have a really cool name for the new show. It's yeah. going to be called Tech Byte. And well, it's bite. basically exploring the edge in everyday technologies. So we're going to do these cool little vignettes of technology, keep okay. it really simple, but always explain the darker side or the edge of that technology. So today, the subject is screen protectors, and the edge is copy protection of generic replacement parts. So if you guys are into this, let's get in. Uh, replacement uh, parts I'm very interested in, because I think that's going to be a huge hit. Screen protectors. Screen protectors, and I realize that is such a thrilling subject, and you might think, why did Mark choose to make this the first show? Yes. Well, it's a really good reason, All right. because today, if you use your screen protector wisely, you're protecting an investment. We all know that, but what most people don't realize is what happens if you have a oopsie, and you drop your phone, and you break your screen. You might as well go into a casino and gambled. Because right now, if you try to get a replacement part for that screen and it's not a genuine part from your manufacturer, they have now put something inside new parts called digital rights protection. And what that does is it means that that part, if it does not match that phone, will not work exactly the way the old part worked. So imagine you have this beautiful phone, you've broken your screen, you put a generic part on the screen, and now your phone is barking that A, the part is generic, and B, you have diminished capabilities on that device. So suddenly, that screen protector becomes quite significant. So that's the first part of this. And then the second part of why I thought this was an interesting subject is, by not using your screen protector and by breaking your device, you actually now get into a larger issue called the right of repair. And this is something we might cover in some future shows, but the truth is, today, manufacturers would prefer you not to be able to repair your device anywhere but at their shops. Now, the reason that's not so good is after three years, most manufacturers won't repair your device. So if you have an older device, that device is no longer repairable. And I mean, you cannot bring that device back to the same level that it was prior to you requiring the repair, because the, if you don't have the right part, it won't work the same. So to me, 
That's a big issue. That's and I issue. personally am for right of repair. And that's the first tech bite segment. Tech bites. All right. Now, Al. when you said about the screen protector, you're talking like an otter box or like the, like the, just the film that goes over it? I was just talking about the film that goes over. An auto box comes with a screen protector. It usually has a hard shell in it, a uh, transparent hard shell. But the truth is anything to protect your screen. Because today, yeah. you are more likely to um, to not be able to fix your phone if well, it's older. Yeah, so I, I it's wanna, a big issue. I hear, so, all right. Now, I do have that film over mine. But you're saying that if I break it and replace it with, with anything but... Uh, actual Apple product. If I have an Apple, it, correct. It, it, it's it's not going to perform as well. I had no. I never heard that before. This is brand uh, new. And okay. This has really started to occur last year in a big way, and now it seems to be gaining um, traction. And I personally am very scared because I personally like to own the device that I pay for, and I don't think anyone should tell me I can't repair it. And more importantly, if you're spending on some flagship phones over $1,000 for the phone, right. you should be able to have a reasonable uh, expectation that you can fix it. For example, imagine you're on holiday and you don't have an Apple uh, sh uh, repair shop. Right. You have to go to a generic shop. It'd be nice to be able to, to, be able to put a, a screen on your phone if you need to, but unfortunately today that's not the case. That's well, right. I never well, last that. phone I got, they said, you know, and I, w I wish you would have done this t a week and a half ago because I just cracked my screen. But when I bought the phone, they told me, that, oh, wait, uh, this has got Gorilla Glass. It won't crack. It'll stand up to anything. But do you want to buy the screen protector? I'm like, wait a second. You just told me I don't need a screen protector because this is Gorilla Glass. So, no, I don't want one. Sure enough, I dropped it and it cracked in the top right. It's not too bad. But they, why do they advertise this Gorilla Glass and say it's unbreakable? Well, as we realize, Gorilla Glass is not unbreakable. It's extremely durable, but it's definitely breakable. I proved that. So, now I have to take my – now, mine's a Google phone. But I'd have to take that to. There's no Google stores, so what do? Would it be back to the to the like a Verizon or an AT and T? Is what you're saying they make you do? Yes, and of course I can't speak about every brand. Yeah. I can only speak about some of the flagships, and I'm personally not going to really mention brands today. But to suggest to you that you need to find out each individual brand is different. Your Google phone might be nice about the repair, but a lot of brands aren't today, and that's my warning to everyone is. Yes, put those auto boxes on. Put your screen protector on. Don't worry about the fashion statement and protect your, your device because right now manufacturers are going out of their way to really give you three years of repairability and then afterwards you're in the Wild West. And your device is not repairable. This the way it is an interesting tech bite, Mark. I That's switched good. my tech phone, bite. Mark. I used to have the boulder, right? And boulder would watch me. I'd chuck that thing off the wall, throw it down, step on it, nothing. But they wouldn't upgrade the processor, and so it was a usable smartphone that worked like the rest of them. I don't, I'm assuming because it, it, there's not much money. In, cause oh, that phone was the best. He used to throw it against the wall. Yeah. Hard. But the processor was so slow, yeah. the smartphone part was awful gotcha. to use it. Mark, I, can I ask you a question about something totally off base here? Of course. Okay. Yesterday, I tried to watch, uh, I, I watched a little bit of a baseball game, I guess, and they had these cutout people in the background. Now, as a tech guy, and you also work in Major League Baseball, will they ever have a thing where they could put real people in the stands through graphics or something or holograms or, well, or whatever? Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. In fact, your 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 pal Jerry has been talking about virtual graphics. And I'm sports. Jerry, and I approve um, this message. Yes, thank you, Jerry. There we go. <laughs> and um, 
And so Jerry has actually been pitching this type of technology to virtualize certain aspects of the graphics in professional sports. Really? Um, there are some major companies today that actually can do complete virtual environments. And if you watch the Olympics last year, that technology was used to do some of the virtualization that you saw, where they would insert virtual items all around the stadium. Wow. During the openings. And um, yes, you can do it. Um, The controversy on that, of course, is, you know, do you have people's likeness in in the stands or do you do a facsimile of people? And um, right now it's going to be very interesting to see with social distancing where sports ultimately goes. And I am proud to tell everyone, because my day job is about supporting professional sports, that baseball will be alive this Saturday, and my team's been working literally for the last two weeks around the clock, and I mean with little sleep, um, preparing for baseball, because baseball has new stats this year, new rules, and we have to do new graphics for every building, because of course the season's completely different, and also every stat we show is different, because the out-of-town stats are totally different, so as you guys can appreciate, it's quite a mess, um, all the sports right now, to set them up, because they're all going to be a bridge season's requiring a lot of fiddling to get them right. You know, you don't think excited. of we don't think about what you guys I mean, you guys really had to be working your tails you be off. on top of it. Right? As as it goes, the game's so fast to be able to get the different stats and graphics up at, in real time is is impressive. That's awesome. We actually um, there's only really two companies, maybe three in the world that do professional baseball scoring and we happen to be one of those companies. I can assure you that the program that does the scoring is a monster, and we just updated it, and my team was up for basically two weeks because of the nuance of these stats and the amount of stats you bring in, which on average for an average baseball game is over 20,000 stats that you're transacting with at any given moment. So it's really interesting. How how do they bring up the stats? Like you said, there's only three companies that do what? What do you guys do differently? Well, they have a baseball scoring program. Okay. That first of all, allows people to score the game. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, in the control room, bring up those stats and okay. do something meaningful with the stats and put them on the video board. So, so are you do, talking on the video board? Oh, at the video board at the stadium. At the stadium. Or oh, okay. on your television set. Forgive me. Right. I shouldn't have been so myopic and just chose a video board. Right. We also have television. And we also put out the score for television. So if you're watching, for example, a Red Sox game yep. and you see any scoring, that's coming from A and C's program. Got it. Got it. Like, got it. So like a, so like in the old day, like they used to call it like a graphics package. For, yes, exactly. Uh, okay. But we are doing a stat package, I literally. Got it. Got with, it. With, with the same nuances as a graphic package. Gotcha. So Mark would get like, if, if I would find this funny, Bulldog, six plus four plus three equals two. <laughs> six plus four plus three equals two, right, Mark? Well, if you say so, uh, 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 it's double play. This moment in time, I'm going to let you have it. It's a double play. Oh, a six four mm-hmm. three double play. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't think he was thinking yeah. that. Uh, well, hey, so if you use these virtual fans, can you at least promise me you'll have a little fun, like slip Ben Franklin to a game or put some historical person in every game somewhere in the stands? Like, where's Waldo? You know what? What I'm what I'm concerned about is if Jerry gets his hand on this thing. I'll we'll be in speedos. Did you guys see that girl sitting there in the third row? Oh my God, Jerry! Did you stop see it. the dimples on her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I honestly think that teams are going to 
this is going to be hard the first the, the first pandemic season from the perspective of what can you really get away with but i think as things start to roll i think we're going to see teams starting to be more and more um uh, playful and excited to try new things out and you know just to get these seasons up is unprecedented and i think as we're talking about what we would like i think what they've had to overcome the leagues to actually get the business and get the players and to get all the nuance of trying to do these shows um, and open it to the public, it's been a huge toll order for everyone involved. Oh, yeah. And I'm really proud of not just the fact that we're doing baseball, but I think for America right now, we need pastimes. So I'm super excited that one of the most important pastimes is coming back. And um, hopefully we have football. And then the most important one that I am super anxious about is college sports because our sister company is very affected by that, and also colleges in general affected by not having any sports or, or, or everything to do with this pandemic. So I would like to see college sports come back. We, we, I think, I think we all would. Uh, all right. It's uh, Mark Stroud. It's Tech Bites. We're going to call this segment Tech Bites. I like it. Coach? Tech Bites. Thank you. Tech I was going to ask you after on the break. Te- tech Bites, yeah. I, I like it. And then uh, you, you're going to have to mark Tech your- Bites or Tech Bites? B-Y-T-E-S. Now, you know what you're going to have to make, Mark, is a, a new introduction for this. Okay. Oh. We'll definitely do it. I'll work with you on it. Well, I mean, I've got all your music here. <laughs> I can do whatever I That's want. right. <laughs> can we have some strobe lights for you, please? Tech bags. Tech bags. <laughs> Zero one zero one one. <laughs> All right. You guys have a great week. Mark, if you too, want to find Mark. Tech Bites, look up Facebook. It's on Facebook under Tech Bites. Oh, you already have it up there. Tech Bites nice. on Facebook. All right, this guy's on it, man. Hey, Mark, have you, uh, re- real quick, and then we'll let you go. Have you done any stuff with video games ever in your life? No. That's okay. one thing I would love to have done. Okay. We were, we're trying to get e gaming um, facilities, you know, arenas. Oh, in our huge. future. Got it. And um, I'm planning to go into it big time if possible. But no, I have never worked on a computer game. And that's been one of my, that, that's one of those bucket list items I'd like to have done. So uh, you'll get it. Sounds Trust like you'll me. get it done. Guys, uh, yeah. uh, when when it happens, I don't know when, but uh, I, I think we're guaranteed to have the first interview on the Mark Strauss book, right? That's uh, We're going to be the first ones to interview you. Absolutely. When it happens. And this once guy's, I get to the book, full um, that would be great. This guy's book, folks, will be amazing. Okay? Trust me on that. The like stories that he's had. Oh. Wow. He's got Thank it going you, on. Dog. All right. Yes, All right, Mark. I, I, I'm going to write that thing. I know. Thank you, everyone. All right. See you, Mark. We'll talk next to you next week. week. Okay. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. Tech Bye. Bites. Bye.